Good morning. Happy Saturday to you guys. You are tuned into the Ladies View podcast where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then some other things also. This is your girl, Heather, and with me today is my beautiful, sexy, fine, and bodacious oh. co-host, oh my God. Joanna. Well, I hello. For Saturday I love morning. That. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that great. down. I'm greeted like that every day. <laughs> every morning. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Did you have your coffee? No, no coffee yet. See? I got to go get that after. See, see, you got to be on it. You got to get your coffee on Saturday I mornings. I need some more energy. Well, I have my coffee and we are actually missing our homegirl, Celine, today, but she is off doing some family time. So we're happy about that, too. Yes, girl. We'll miss you. Yes, we will. But we got this. We got this. We got this. So we got some good stuff for today's show. We got a little bit of entertainment. We got some social. And we're also going to take a deeper dive into our TTL that we started last Saturday Mm -hmm. uh, about money and relationships. We got some good feedback, maybe some little bit of not so good feedback and a little bit of challenge on that from some of our uh, listeners. Mm -hmm. Right? So, Joanna, I'm going to you kick it off with the entertainment all right girl I don't have some good entertainment news today some of it's bad but we're gonna go into it right away here um so you know about Azalea Banks right she has been going on some rants lately I mean I've known her just to go on rants that's all she does is troll people on the internet I to me she's a bully so the latest rant was with her and Nick Cannon and Wild and Out. Um, she appeared as a guest on Wild and Out. And, you know, have you ever watched Wild and Out? I did years ago. I haven't seen it recently. Okay, but you know how it is. They kind of give each other a hard time. They kind of go at each other. It's just all in good fun, right? Right. So according to Azalea, it went totally left. She said she never felt so much rage and hate in her life. So, of course, what do people do when they feel bullied? They go on social media and they rant. She posted this about Nick Cannon. She said, if I were to make fun of Nick Cannon for having lupus and made a joke that he would be dead by the end of the year, I would be the bad guy. First of all, that is such a low blow, honey. She needs to get it together because... She, she, she's just, that's too low for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not, Oh, <laughs> that's not smart. That, no. That's not smart. I, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned with her mental health to be perfectly honest, because she does come out and she does these rants. I'm not sure how she's relevant. Maybe I need to be up on the times a little more. <laughs> um, I'm really not sure how she's relevant. I don't know how she even became famous. Um, I was reading something else that she said she wanted Wendy Williams to die on air. Like, honey, what is wrong with you? These things that you're saying are very cruel. Very, very very cruel. Very. But she she went on a rant because she said that on Wild and Out, they basically called her ugly and they were making jokes because she was dark-skinned. 
Now, oh my goodness, but, please. Right. And I, I want to remind everybody about some of the Twitter rants that she posted about other people. She, mm-hmm. she posted on somebody's picture, just some random person, not even a celebrity. She said, you look like Tar Baby and told her to keep picking cotton. <gasps> oh, girl. Yes. She called Cardi B an untalented rat. She called Zayn Malik a sand inward. What? Girl. No. No. She was she no. body shamed a 14-year-old no. girl. And then, you know, she's always trolled Nicki Minaj relentlessly. So she's a bully being bullied. She felt like she was being bullied and she can't take it. They were they were jokes on Wild and Out. You know what you sign up for when you go on that show. Right. Yeah. You gotta have some thick skin, but I mean, Wild and Out has been on the air for a long time, so people should kind of know like what you're going to get, and that's the whole premise of the show, and I think that if you're going to take offense to it, then you don't need to sign up for it. Exactly. So we're sending some prayers to Azealia Banks, and I hope she gets it together soon and stops all of this trolling and being a Twitter thug and a bully on social media. I just don't know how she's relevant, though. Like, where have I been? Like, I, I have heard of her. I've seen her. But I've only seen negativity. I haven't seen anything positive. Um, I, I, she, just, I just haven't. She started out as a video um, vixen years mm. ago. And now she wants to break into the music industry. Or she's trying to break into the music industry. And it's not really trying when you are constantly trolling people in the music industry that you need on your side. So right. not really doing yourself a service there, honey. Oh, ooh, that's ugly. Okay. Well, yeah, like, like you, I hope that she gets it together. Absolutely. Yes, I, it I together. do. I do because this is an ugly industry. And if you're acting like this now, I don't know how you'll make it. Nope. And she's coming up against some heavy hitters too. Right. So, so ooh. okay. Good, good well. luck to you. All right, girlfriend. Um, Roseanne Barr at it again. Did anybody see? Did anybody see that video? That YouTube video. You know what? I clicked on it and then I stopped immediately because I'm like, I just can't watch this craziness. No, it was. She looked crazy. like she was on a binge. Right. She kept, she looked like she was on drugs or something. I don't know what it was, but she said she thought Valerie Jarrett was white. <laughs> Hun- honey. Okay. All right, wait a minute. Now, after you called her, what was it? A monkey, gorilla, or whatever you called her. Now you come back and say that you thought that she was white. Yeah. How How does that make things better for you? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's what I'm trying to understand. Okay, so, so now she's trying to retract her statement and saying, oh, I thought she was white, in hopes of doing what, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. She's trying to come up with a reason why her show was canceled, and mm-hmm. she's saying it was canceled because she voted for Trump, and that's not allowed in Hollywood, supposedly. <laughs> okay. I'm like, girl, bye. You are a hot mess. Do you know how many actors and actresses have voted for him? Yes. So what is she trying? I I think that now she's feeling the effects of what she did. Mm -hmm. And she's probably trying to pitch the Roseanne show to other networks and other networks are not going for it. Nope. 
because they know that it will not be supported and they'll just lose money. So I think now she's trying to come up with a reason, you know, like, okay, so this is why I said this, but in all actuality, no, it's not going to work now. No. And I did not know. I was disappointed that she said this because I grew up watching Roseanne. I love Roseanne. Yeah. I did not know she was racist like that. I had no idea. I didn't either. And I was reading some things online and you know you take everything with a grain of salt but people some people were saying well she's been like this for years I I I didn't know this I had not heard it I had not read anything um they're saying that ABC allowed it and the only reason why ABC is not allowing it now is because Channing Dungy who is um woman president and she's black I mean of course she wouldn't allow it but but then again at the same time ABC is owned by Disney Mm -hmm. Disney is a very very liberal liberal organization Mm -hmm. so I don't think that it's ever been allowed to be perfectly honest no I don't think so either this is I mean it was ridiculous but so what was her whole point in saying this? What's like the what's like the moral of the story for this? Besides the fact that she looked like she was cracked out. I could not find any reason as to what was the point <laughs> it of was, this. It was random. <laughs> it was so random. It's not going to get her anywhere. She's simply just digging herself into a further deeper hole than she already has dug dug herself. Wow. Okay, Roseanne. Good night. Okay. Good night. Get some rest. Try Good to do night. something else. I mean, maybe you can uh, invest your money somewhere else or into another show. Maybe you can do that. Maybe right. that'll be maybe that'll be your saving grace. Maybe. Hey, maybe you can maybe you can invest your show into Blackish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be what you what you think about that, Rosanna? <laughs> that would be ironic, right? Oh, there. Right. Oh my goodness! Stop it! You got some good stuff this morning. Yeah, so prayers up to Roseanne, too. So we're sending prayers to Roseanne. We're praying, we're praying we're for everybody today. prayers to Azalea Banks. We have, we have to send prayers to Offset, too. He was arrested recently, <laughs> 10 days after his baby was born. Come what did on. he do? What did he do? He was arrested in Atlanta for gun and drug possession. Honey. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You just had a baby. You're in this wonderful relationship, marriage with cardi b like things are on the up and up for you honey what were you thinking i think that (laughs) you can take it you can take the person like they say you can take the person out of the hood but you can't take the hood out of that person you're right and i think that if you are not rehabilitated from that state of mind once you leave that environment Mm -hmm. then i think that it's always in you that's true. It has I, to. It has to be for him to be doing this. You know, a thirty. What? How old is he? Thirty something, 30 or how, something. however old he is, and acting like this and going to jail at this point again with a beautiful family, and now you're risking that for yeah. what did you say? Drugs and guns. Drugs and guns. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, prayers up to Offset. Hope you get out of jail soon. He's still there. No, wait. He's out of jail. Okay. But he All was right. Arrested. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Like, what are you still <laughs> doing there? <laughs> he was. You know what? He was pulled over for his tinted windows, and then oh, police discovered a gun inside, and then they of discovered. They did. Yeah. So 
And I'm wondering if it wasn't registered. I mean, come on. Like, these are like the simplest of things to do. Very, you would think, like normal <laughs> you, you can get You can get it re- registered now unless he's got like, you know, felonies or what have you, which maybe he does. I don't know. Oh, wait, you know what? He does. He okay. was arrested well. for gun possession like in 2015. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. That's why it's not registered because he's already got some things going on. So, okay, honey bun. All you got to right. get it together. All Here's right, well, we got it. So Which is praying for everyone. Three. All right. Now we got. We got Floyd Mayweather. He's oh expecting boy. baby number five. And you know what? I say with one of his girlfriends, her name's Jennifer Duran. Right, because he's got more than that. Girl, he's got, you know, millions of girlfriends. I can't even count them on one, two hands. And babies. And babies. Baby okay. number five. Okay. So, Here's the drama. You think it's good news? Yes, she's having a baby. Great. So here's the drama. So Jennifer posted a picture on IG showing her pregnant belly. Someone tagged his old girlfriend who goes by the name of Bad Medina. Oh, boy. Somebody tagged her in this photo saying she did what Bad Medina couldn't do in years, which is basically have Floyd Mayweather's baby. Of course, they go back and forth. Bad Medina replies back saying money isn't everything and that she wasn't in love and that this girl's just going to be strung along just like his baby mama, showered with gifts and money and blah, blah, blah. Of course, our, our friend, 50 Cent, our cra- can we call him our crazy cousin? He's our crazy cent. cousin number two. Kanye's number one. No one will ever take his spot. Okay. Crazy cousin number two. Mm-hmm. 50 Cent, of course, chimes into this. I don't know why he has to feel the need to chime into these Twitter or <laughs> IG replies going back and forth and comments. But They have nothing to do with him. Have nothing to do with him. I don't know if he has beef with Floyd, but he was basically calling Floyd out saying he spent millions on this woman for no reason. And he would have just given her a bus ticket. Oh, yeah. I don't know why he involves himself in these things, though. It confuses he, me. He's a bully like Azalea. He's a bully. He's the male version of Azalea Banks. <laughs> so here we go again. Azalea Roseanne offset 50. We're praying for you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is just a simple case of hateration. Again, again, who cares? Mm-hmm. She's having his baby for whatever reason. She knew what she was getting into when she started dating this man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if she didn't have a problem with it, then why do we? Right. We That's spend we spend out. so much time trying to overanalyze and trying to determine why people are doing what they're doing. Oh my god. We we spend so much time on that. It's like. But what does it have to do with us? They made that decision. Let them do it. They'll figure it out sooner or later. Right. Let's worry about our situations, right? And I think that that's what uh, Mr. Curtis Jackson, I think that that's what you need to be doing right now, boo. Right. Worry about your own situation and whether or not power is going to be canceled. That's what I'm saying. And and he's got some baby mama issues on his own. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Right. Oh, boy. Okay. So, but again, congratulations to Floyd and, and his girlfriend, or one of them. <laughs> one, one of his girls. One of his con- concubines. Oh, God. One of his concubines. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> one of his concubines, Jennifer. Uh, I'm sure you guys will have a great baby. <laughs> Best of luck. Right. 
So that is all I have for entertainment news. We wow. have a lot of prayers going out to many different I see. people. I see. What, what's going out in the social world? Well, this is actually part of, this is actually a little entertainment, a little social kind of rolled into one. Okay. So I don't know if you tuned into the SB Awards the other night. I, I only saw a part of it, but I'm sad I missed it. Okay. I love the ESPYs. I do. I love the ESPY Awards. It's such a treat. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's one night where the athletes get together and they're Sunday best and they have a great time together. So there is laughter, there's tears, they're supporting each other, there's no drama. I love it. I will watch the ESPY Awards before I watch any other award show. Really? Yeah. Who who hosted Danica, right? Yes, yes. And she always looks looks fantastic. She does a great job. Everyone loves her. She's very charismatic. Um, She's charming. She's appealing. And she looks good, too, Mm -hmm. which is why, you know, she gets the attention and people want to tune into her. Um, so anyway, this year, Jennifer Garner presented the Arthur Ashe Courage Award uh, to 140 of the child athletes who spoke, who spoke out, excuse me, about their abuse by Larry, um, Larry Nasser. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It was such an emotional time. Now, we know that Larry Nasser went to jail earlier this year. He was Michigan State and the USA Gymnastics team's doctor who was abusing hundreds and hundreds of children. God. I mean, he stole their childhood from them. And this was more, Joanna, than just about bringing the abuse to light. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was really about the victims being ignored by their coaches and by some of their parents when they initially told, which let's just stop and talk about that for a second. As As a parent, how dare you? Right. I a hundred percent agree. If your kid is even hinting at the fact that something like that is happening, mm-hmm. how dare you turn your back to them? Exactly. It's because it's Larry Nasso. Mm-hmm. Even if you're thinking that maybe there's a little confusion there or maybe, okay, it was a mistake or, or what have you, even though that's really not something that you can mistake, but let's just, you know, give this parent or these parents the benefit of the doubt for just one second second how can you not look into it no I don't know that's what I'm trying to I've always tried to figure that out like as a parent I'm not a parent but Mm -hmm. you know as a parent how could knowing my parents and if I ever said that when I was young never never would they never not never to it Joanna if someone looks at one of my daughters wrong Mm -hmm. I go into a tizzy yeah right I am that parent as you should be. I am. I don't care if it's one of their friends. I am like on it. Like we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to get it figured out. And we've had some issues in school and on the bus. Now, nothing that has anything to do with any type of abuse from an adult or what's what, what, what have you. But we've had issues and I've been like, okay, I'm on my way right now. Wow. You I know, mean, as you should be, though. Absolutely. So in my mind, I'm thinking that because these were top athletes, whether they were uh, top, you know, you know, child prodigy athletes when they were growing up, it was probably about scholarship money. Mm-hmm. 
And then once they got into USA Gymnastics, money, endorsements, opportunities, and the parents don't want to give that up. But that's something that you will have to pay for. Like you do realize that not only have you ruined the relationship with your children, (laughs) you know what I mean? Now every, everyone knows that you ignored them. Everyone knows. And how do you, what do you think is going through these parents' minds? Like, I'm just curious, what do you think they're feeling now after all said and done, you could have prevented this from happening. But I think that that with some parents, there is remorse, genuine remorse. I do. I really do. I don't think that all of them are just so cold and so foolish as to be like, you know, prideful at this point. Um, But I do think that there are some of the parents that only apologized because it was brought to light. You know, sometimes you're not apologetic until someone reveals your garbage. Mm hmm. You know, before then, there's no remorse, there's nothing, you're not thinking of it, you know, one day turns into the next, turns into the next. Um, But I do think that regardless of whether they are genuinely apologetic or not, I think that one thing that they, they did ruin, again, was their relationships with their children. Absolutely. Which sometimes you can't get that back. Sometimes you can, you know, people are gracious, but sometimes you, it's tainted so much that you can never get it back. And was it worth it? Right. And I feel like it, it's never going to be the same. You may have a good relationship with your, your, your children or or your parents, but I feel like it's never going to be the same. Exactly. Exactly. It won't. And the kind of like the spokesperson for all of this was Allie Raceman. And Allie Raceman, (laughs) you know, at first she was very quiet about everything that was happening, Mm -hmm. but now she's like, I mean, she has a voice and, and she said, we have to change the way our society views women. And we, and we, we absolutely do. We absolutely do. Um, she is small, she's strong, but she's got some energy and she's speaking out. She's 24 years old now. She's won multiple gold medals. She's been in um, two Olympic championships. Um, and she's like, you know what? No more of this. Good for her. Yeah. So, I love that. <clears throat> absolutely. Excuse me. So I'm excited for the, and it was only 140 that were on that stage out of hundreds. God, only. We only, only say 140. Only, that uh, disgusting. That's what I mean. One is too much, right? But 140. Yes. And it's that's... 140 of the victims. God, that is disturbing. Yep. What is, what is up with this? Because there didn't something happen with Ohio State? university recently and they have some kids coming or kids coming out for alleged Mm. sexual misconduct on a coach you know what doctor there too we gotta look yes yes it was a wrestling team's doctor wrestling team's doctor and his abuse victims now exceed a hundred Oh, my God. Yes. His name is Dr. Richard Strauss. So this happened in April, actually. Why is this? Why is this happening? That's disgusting. Like, I don't understand. I think that it's always happened. But I think that now people are stronger Mm -hmm. and they are willing to speak out about things. 
I just, I don't, I, I can't understand the mindset yeah. of why it even happened in the first place. Oh, their, their, their minds. I mean, here's the thing. So <laughs> this is also, and I felt this, this way for years, even about priests, right? Mm-hmm. So I grew up in Catholic school, went to Catholic school all my life and always had a decent relationship with our priests because you get pretty close with them like over the years. Mm-hmm. And I will say that <clears throat> when some of these allegations started coming out about priests and them abusing namely little boys, I always looked at the fact of something is going on with them mentally because of what's happening with them sexually. Right. You know what I mean? They've got some pent up frustration. Sex is a natural thing, Joanna. So for priests to have to (laughs) live that life. Yeah. Come on. They are dying on the inside. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely they're, right. They're a life you have committed to celibacy for the rest of your life until you die. That's right. You know what? I used to go to, I mean, I grew up Catholic, but I don't know all of that. I didn't know all of that. Yes. They, you committed, you, you, you live a life of celibacy because you are committed to God doing God's work. Now you can do all of that and not be a priest. Right. You can. You you, 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 to, that's right? that's what I'm saying. And, you know, we all have our own beliefs of how everything was ordained. But the truth of the matter is God ordained sex and he ordained it to be obviously, you know, with a man, with a woman or what have you. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're living that life, you have to be going out of your mind. They have to be. Right. A hundred percent. Look at all the temptations out in the world. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why you resort to molesting children, little boys, because you can't get it out any other way. And then with all these other crazies, even though they're not living their life of celibacy, something has to be going on with them where they're feeling unsatisfied, whether they're in a marital relationship or what have you, something is wrong. They're Something not, they're, they're wrong. not getting a particular type of need met. And so this is why they're acting out and they're doing all these things. Well, and then another thing is, I know we're kind of going, you know, off of the course here of what mm-hmm. we were originally talking about, right? but I did want to bring this up because I think you or Celine mentioned this, but pedophilia is actually being supported. It there are is. support groups. Yeah. I don't get that yeah I am so confused I thought I thought when you guys sent that to me one of you sent that to me I thought it was a joke no I thought it was a sick twisted joke I'm like this is disgusting yeah oh absolutely yeah they are they're trying to make that um a law no (laughs) yeah no yeah yeah they are they are it's it's unfortunate um and these are the times that we're living in now with this doctor um the ohio state doctor richard strauss now he actually committed suicide back in 2005 (gasps) wow yeah (laughs) and now they're saying it's not just over a hundred it's thousands (gasps) 
of student oh athletes. And they were saying that his misconduct was widely known. So now widely they are known. now they're they're suing the school. Obviously oh, they yeah. can't sue him because he's no longer here. But again, why do you think that he committed suicide? Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. I was we surprised that I was surprised that Larry Nasser didn't. Me too, but you know what? He's gonna. I mean, he's gonna suffer in prison. Oh, if he hasn't sure. already. If, if he it, hasn't. If already. he hasn't. If he hasn't already, because those inmates do not play about that. No, not at all. They don't. They don't play about children, and they don't play about women. Nope. So I, my heart actually goes out to him. It does because he's going to get torn up. He is. And mm, that's so sad. sad to think so about. so sad. So sad for him, but. Moving on, we have more racism to discuss. And I feel like, honestly, almost every one of our podcasts, we are bringing up something that has to do with race. And it's sick. It is. It is. But this is, again, these are the times that we're living in. And this stuff is happening every day. It is slapping us in the face every day. So I don't know if you heard about this, but the Little Red Schoolhouse, which is located in the West Village in New York City, they're about to need some big legal help. Okay. So parents of seventh and eighth graders discovered that this past school year, 2017 to 2018, their children's classes have been organized by race. What? Yes. Are you kidding? (laughs) I'm so serious. How are they? How is that a thing? How is this a thing? Yeah, it's definitely a thing. So they're looking and they're like, hmm, really? Interesting. So they're like doing some research on this. This has been going on for the past few years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm been going speechless. on. It's been going on the past, past few years. Um, <laughs> one of the, the, the fathers was like, okay, now it makes sense. But what, now, okay, how did they find out? How did he find out? Well, I guess they were going through class lists and they were trying to figure out why is it that some of these school or some of these classes have all black children in the classes. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot. So has the school said anything? Like what? What was the reasoning behind this? Like, what did they say? Do we know? Of course, it's just haphazard for them. Of course, wow. it's just haphazard. I'm telling you, that's what the th- that's what they say first. It's like they're surprised. Like, oh, are you sure? Are you know are you mean? sure? Are you sure? Let's go check our records. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how they get away with that, though. Oh, yeah. Without- you know what I mean? Like what, without, how do you justify separating and segregating these students? I don't get the mindset. There is no justification for it. That's crazy to me. There, there is no justification for it. Now, here's what I want to bring up though. This school costs $45,000 per year. What? Yes. It, it costs $45,000 per year. Um, This is a highly sought after school. Really? Yes. The Little Red Schoolhouse in New York 
is a highly sought after school. Some of the um, the actors' children's uh, children goes there. Uh, David Schwimmer, <gasps> um, Christy Turlington. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So what they're saying now: each grade has about forty students. Each grade has two homerooms. Um, and now they're talking about making it a thing. So, you know, segregating by color. So at no. first it was just, at first it was just like, oh, really? Hmm. No, we're not sure about that. Where'd you get that from? And now they're talking about like really doing it. And no. parents are saying that this is, this is definitely segregation. So we're going back into, you know, the Jim Crow era with this. Oh my God. Yeah. And here's my thing for a $45,000 school, mm-hmm. whether you are black, white, Asian, Latino, I don't care what you are. If you're able to afford to send your kid to a $45,000 per year grammar school, who cares what race you are? You have the money to do it. Exactly. And, and you know what, this is, you said this is in New York. This is in New York. Exactly. Thank you. So of all this places, is New York, where di- where it, there's diversity. the hub of diversity. <laughs> so I'm so confused. Yes, the hub of diversity. I thought maybe you meant one of these podunk little small towns. <sighs> no, no, I Iowa. No, yes. no. Mm-mm. Wow. No, that's very disappointing. So no. are they going to get shut down? Like, do we know what's happening? I, with I don't. School? I don't think that they're going to get shut down. I do know that they've got some legal teams looking at this. Um, so now the, I think like the headmaster, whoever's over the school, is saying that, oh, um, it was only in effect last year, and it was just limited to seventh and eighth grade, and we just found out in early June 2018, which was a lie. Uh huh. Yeah, that a lie, like a lie. Exactly. Exactly. So um, it's really unfortunate. <sighs> it's disheartening. And these poor children, these children don't know anything about this. They don't know about segregation. No, because they didn't grow up in that era. I mean, mm-hmm. they know about, you know, racial discrimination, but they didn't know about the segregation. Exactly, exactly. And there's enough, Joanna, that's happening in the United States alone right now with racism. There are things that just happened in New York recently. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and now we're having to subject these children to thinking they're not good enough to be in a class with white students. That's sad and that's very disgusting and disturbing. Yeah. So what Shame on that school. Absolutely. So what they're saying is that it's going to affect admissions for the fall of 2018, which it should. Good. Take your money somewhere else. Yes. If you want to send your child to private school, more power to you, but take your money somewhere else. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying to dig a little deeper, Joanna, is that they still don't believe that there's enough diversity in New York City schools. Really? So it's, it's some, some things are happening in New York that are, are getting uncovered now that we knew nothing about. So even though I just said that they're the hub of diversity, apparently they're not. That's so surprising to me. Yeah, Because very, when you very think surprising. New York, you think New York City, you think of all, all races live in New York City. Come on. Absolutely. But... You never know, I guess. Right. Yeah. You you never know. And the thing is, I'm so, I'm so glad that this is something that 
Chicago's not dealing with right now because we're dealing with enough. Enough. And I would say that if you go to private school in Chicago, it's because you can afford it. And even if you can't afford it and parents are sending their kids to, if they're struggling, they are struggling to do the right thing for them. And they feel like sending their kid to a, it's, it's sending their kid to a private school. So they don't care what race you are. They'll take whatever kid because they want the money. Exactly. They'll take you come, come one, come all. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, I hope that we'll get some updates on the little red schoolhouse in New York city, because I'd like to find out what their plan is next. And I am hoping that retaliation takes place. Oh, me too. We need to, we need some updates when we get them or when you get them. Yes, absolutely. And I will, I will do some research and I may even try to reach out to one of the parents on social media to see if we can get an interview. Very, very nice. Right. That'd be exciting to talk to them and to find out what was their experience. What was their child, child experience, especially when they found out. That's a great idea. Right. So I'll work on that. So I think that wraps up our entertainment, social, and a little bit of political talk with the ladies view. Now we are going to segue into our TTL. Yes, TTL. Which we, we always enjoy the TTL, which as you guys should know now, and if you don't, we're going to tell you it's talk time with the ladies. And that's kind of like one of our fun segments of the show. Yes, honey. Right. Very, very fun and informative and <laughs> it can get cutthroat at times. <laughs> cutthroat, heated. It can get ugly. We start throwing things. Um, but I will say that last week's TTL was very interesting because we were discussing money and relationships. And um, I think that some of our viewers, in my opinion, heard what they wanted to hear. You okay. Think? I do. I love all you guys. I love our, excuse me, our listeners. I love all, I love our listeners. I love the fact that people are now uh, making comments and they're asking questions and, you know, they're tuning in and, and they're, they're discussing. So last week, and I'll just speak for myself. Um, what I was saying was that I think that after a certain amount of time in a relationship, I think that a man starts to prove himself with his pocket. Now, not because the woman is asking for it, not because she's expecting it, but that's just typically what happens. Men, after a certain amount of time, prove themselves by them giving money or buying things or paying for things, what have you. And I think that if you've been with someone for two, three, four, five years and they're not doing that, I do think that that's a problem. I do. I do. And so one of our listeners, a male, kind of took it somewhere else and saying, started talking about equality or something like that. No one's saying that it's an expectancy. No one's saying that uh, I'm looking at you, you know, after two or three months and that's what you better do this for me or I'm out. Nobody said that, but I think that's what he took from it, in my opinion. And I think that's what he took from it, too. And I will say from my perspective, I disagree with Heather and we can do that. We can disagree. We can have dissenting opinions. So to me, I don't know, taking money from a man that you're dating means uh, ownership. I don't want to feel like I owe him anything. I feel like it's kind of like him giving me money and it's an exchange of goods. 
It sounds it sounds transactional to me. For me, when I'm if a man if I'm dating a man, six months relationship to me, it's the small things that I look for. I don't look for these right. big grand gestures. I look for does he notice if I have a new hairdo? Does he notice my of new course. makeup? Does he notice? Yeah. My... Those are the things that make a difference for me. Right. Obviously, I want whining and dining, but when it comes to just straight up hard, cold cash, no, I, I don't know. And That's I agree. And opinion. I agree with you there. I do. Now you just said about six months, right? And I know that you just threw a number out there. I just threw a number but, out there. Right, right. And I agree with you because those things are important too. Like, are we, is the chemistry there? Do we, you know, get along? You know, whether it's behind closed doors, whether it's out in the open, do we have a good time when we're together? Um is there always a disagreement about something? You know what I mean? What's mm-hmm. the compatibility like? So all of those things are important. So I agree with everything that you just said. But I also feel like once we start going into like year one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or longer. And if you guys are still together, I do feel like as a man, and it's not something that I'm asking for because I would never do that. But I think that as a man, it's just natural for them to do that. Men are natural providers. They're natural givers. Women are natural receivers. So I think that that, that kind of like innate thing, that innate ability in a man kind of kicks in at that point. And they just kind of start naturally doing those things. I think that initially they're probably looking for the same thing that we're looking for. Are we compatible? what happens when I do this or when she does that? You know, they're looking for those little things too. Is this person someone that I can see myself with? If they're serious now, if they're not, that's another conversation. But I think that if they're serious, I think they're looking for the same things that we're looking for. But I also feel like they will start to try to prove themselves with their money. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. Now, go ahead. If that works for you, then that's perfectly fine. And if, you know, I'm sure for other ladies, that's perfectly fine. So you said getting into a year or two into the relationship, men men naturally start looking to provide. For me, I think if I'm going into one year, two years into a relationship and things are going well, I think for me, it turns more into a partnership. So Mm -hmm. let's work together. Let's build some goals. Let's yeah. Let's do this thing together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I agree. saying? I agree with that too. I absolutely do. Um, and I also agree with, you know, like I stated last week, that this is only for people who both parties are able to contribute. <laughs> this is only this is only a discussion for people whose both parties are able to contribute. It doesn't matter who makes more. Okay, so we're not going to get into that right now. That's not what we're talking about. But if you are not making anything, you don't need to be in a relationship to begin with. That's how I feel. I feel like I feel like we're not children. We're not 17, 18, 19 living with mom and daddy. We are adults. So if you are an adult, I would even venture out to say, let's say over 30. Mm hmm. If you're over 30 years old, you got to be making something to bring to the table. I don't know, but you got to be working somewhere. Everybody hires. (laughs) Unemployment is at 2% right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> so oh. so everybody's out here working. They're able to get a job. I don't care where you're able to get a job, but you're able to get one somewhere. And we're not talking about working on Wall Street. We're talking about even if, again, like Joanna mentioned, a restaurant mm-hmm. or what have you, wherever you're able to work to bring in something, wherever you're able to bring in a paycheck, that's who we are discussing. Okay, let's not get it twisted. But I do agree with you. I do agree that everyone should contribute. Everyone should have a part to play. But I think, and maybe this is just from my own personal experience, and I'll just say like this, from my own personal experience, I have never, ever been in a relationship with anyone longer than maybe six, seven, eight months, and they haven't tried to start providing something. It just, it just hasn't, it just hasn't worked like that for me. Like, so may, maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm saying. Money, 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 cash, mm. cash, goods, services. I mean, <laughs> no, see, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, for me, it's not so much the cash. It's more like they always try, you know, to wine and dine, take you out, that, take you places. That, that, that is what I'm referring to. That's what. I, I'll take, but money, no, I've never been in a relationship where, and I've only really been in a few long-term relationships, to be honest, but I've never in my previous relationships have ever looked for, and I keep saying look for it. You but you're not, look, not I'm not looking for it. <laughs> I don't look for it. I don't. I don't, okay, maybe it's. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe whenever I was younger, I was date and I was like 20 something. I was dating men that were 20 something. So they couldn't necessarily be the person to say, here, right. go pay your bills. I guess. That's, right. Probably. You know I-, I think that that has something to do with it too. Maybe a little bit. I think that, you know, and again, we, we could get into all different types of topics uh, when it comes to this. I mean, the conversation could go in a million different directions. Um, but again, I'm just putting this out there. I'm not saying I have an expectancy. I'm just saying that that's what I'm used to and that's what's happened for me. Okay, that, so that's, that's what, what you're used to and that's, that's what I'm used to. That's what I'm, that's what I'm used to. And not that I'm looking for it, not that I'm asking for it because Heather has a job. <laughs> I do. I have a job. I've been working for a long time. There's cash here. There's cash. Flow. There's ca- there's cash flow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that I'm laying around waiting for somebody. No, absolutely not. I don't need to do that. But what I'm saying is that it's happened. Okay. So, so let's get, let's get the record straight. Everybody. Heather's just not laying around on her bed. Just I'm not for somebody to eating bonbons. Some no. <laughs> reading her romance novels. Just My Harlequin novels. No, I'm not reading those. But Heather, let me read a, let, let me read a quote to you that I just literally saw. Yes. Last night on the shade room posted it. And I thought this was good. Mm-hmm. A rich man can meet a broke woman and change her life. Mm-hmm. But a rich woman won't even look a broke man's way. Hello. Is that that's true? true. That is very true. And that's just like, that's because of society though, because of how we look at relationships. Right. So I absolutely believe. And again, the first part of that quote speaks to the man's innate ability to provide, you know, so men are typically like, look, if I have it, you have it. 
right? In most cases, you know, so if he is doing better than the woman and he meets her and they come into this relationship and they decide that it's working, now we're not talking about these crazy things that are happening, but you know, for all intents and purposes, if everything's working and if it looks good and the only thing she's lacking is a little bit of cash, then he'll do everything else. But why not the other way around? Why are, so it mm-hmm. wouldn't, so your ex, expectancy, well, I won't say expectancy, it just happened. So you were in a relationship after a year or two, you start getting cash from the man. So this wouldn't happen in the second scenario, the second part of the sentence, but a rich woman won't even look a broke man's way. Yeah. So this wouldn't happen in that situation, right? <sighs> Probably not. Okay. I, I don't, I don't think so. And it, it, and again, it's just society and society has formed these norms for us. Right. So if you think about it and not saying that I agree or not, so here, here's the thing. So for a woman, if she is going to, provide let's say that she makes i don't know six figures Mm -hmm. right and let's say that the man is working but maybe he's not making that much money he's got to be able to bring it in other areas okay right you got to be able to provide something you can't just be laying around all day while she's at work you know, and then you're waiting for her to come home. You have her car during during the day. You drop her off. You're in her car riding around with your friends or other women or doing whatever you're doing. You got to be able to provide. So you better be able to cook some meals, clean the house, do the grocery shopping, take care of the little, you know, whatever everyday things that maybe you guys need that she can't get to during the day. But no, I don't agree that if the woman is making more money or if she's in a better financial position, that she should be doing everything and then footing the bill. Oh, 100%. So I agree with this. I think that if the woman is the breadwinner and the man just decides he's going just to work a regular job and not make that much money, he should be doing other things to help provide, like you said, dinner, taking care of the kids, you know, providing in other ways. So I think you can provide in other ways besides monetary. monetary. Absolutely. Although the money is, you know... (laughs) So we know what's important to Heather. We know the money. Well, no, I wouldn't say that, but I will say that that is part of a relationship for me. I'm sorry. I just, that's just part of a relationship. Yes. I will. What do you mean? I will say that. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like nice things. We all do. I like nice, not, not all of us, hon. (laughs) Okay. Okay, love. Okay, but I will say I know Celine, you, you and myself. Yes, love we do. Nice so things. the ladies view, we like nice things, okay? And I want a man who also likes those nice things. Guess what? Two nice incomes are always better than one. Agreed. I absolutely right? agree with you on that. Because I can't be in here taking care of this lovely home and doing all of <laughs> all these other things and you want nice things too and you're not it's like where's the disconnect like where oh my god where's the disconnect you want some things too but you can't get those things if you're not doing some other things you know what I mean like you you can't get one without the other sorry that's what I think 
I I agree. We both want nice things. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I guess I'm just always the person to be like, you know what? I want it myself. I'm going to go out. Absolutely. You know and saying? I feel the same way. I feel the same way. But I will say that if you're going to get it for me, that I'm not going to refuse it. Of course. If you're going to go out and get it for me, I'm not going to refuse it. Right. But I'm not going to ask. And if I really want then I have the money to go out and get it myself. Absolutely. And you know what? My mindset is probably, sometimes I think my mindset is too strong and I tend to always be in a relationship and alpha female. So I will always be the one to kind of take charge. And I think that sometimes gets me in trouble because you do have to let the man be a man. Absolutely. And sometimes sometimes that's monetarily. (laughs) Okay, for you, it is monetarily. But sometimes I will say I overstep my boundaries and sometimes I can be kind of like a man in a relationship. And I don't, I don't mean to be, it's just, I'm very much an alpha female in a relationship. I get it. And I have those traits and qualities too. I just pull back when I need to, you know what I mean? Because I'm always watching. So See, I'm not I'll, I'll, I'll pull back. Well, come on, honey. We're going to work this thing through together. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pull through. Now I've got a very strong personality. I have a big mouth. I'm very opinionated. But when it's time for me to sit down and shut up, then I'll do that. See, I haven't learned that. You guys have to teach me that. Yeah. Because we we do need to learn how to do do that. We do. And it gets, I will tell you, it's gotten me a long way. That is a good subject for another Yes. TL. You know what? I'm going to teach a class. How about that? I think we You think should. I should I charge think we for all, it? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> how, to keep, how to keep a man, ladies, and get what you want out of a relationship. <laughs> right. Which means that sometimes you got to shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth, honey. Well, this is fun. So any of our... Um, listeners. If you guys have additional comments for us, if you have questions, let us know. Yes, please. We're open. We're open. We love these discussions. Sometimes they can get heated, but they're always fun. There's never any love loss. We never leave, you know, our podcast or our talk show hating each other. Everything's always love and it's always done, you know, with good hearts. We've always ha- yes. we always have the best intentions with whatever we're talking about, right? Yes, honey, of course. Yes, so this actually wraps up this Saturday's episode of the Ladies View podcast. We're so excited. We're happy that you guys took some time to listen to us. As always, you can find us everywhere on social media. You can find us uh, on Facebook at the Ladies View Show. You can find us on Twitter at the Ladies View TV. You can find us on Instagram at the Ladies View, Snapchat the Ladies View. Our email address is media at theladiesu.com. Our website is www.theladiesu.com. And we thank you guys once again and have a happy Saturday. Bye. Goodbye.